so all throughout my life, my mom has taken me to the beach during the summer. And we don't go to like a real beach like on the Atlantic coast or the Pacific coast. We go to the Great Lakes. So we live in that region and we will go up to Ontario Beach, Hamlin Beach, and we'll hang out with our family. I'll bring my grandma, my siblings, we'll all pack up our stuff, boogie boards, goggles, everything, and we will go up to the beach. And when we get there, you know, it's a big group of us. It'll be me, my mom, my grandma, and my four siblings. So there's there's like quite a lot of us. I was about 15 in the story that I'm about to tell, and we do this every year. And I love going to the beach. Absolutely love it. And I was a really, really insecure 15-year-old. And I look to my left, and I see these gorgeous girls walk down on the beach. Okay, like, these girls are, like, literally stunning. Like, they walked out of a Victoria's Secret model magazine or something, like, crazy like that. Like, they were, like, gorgeous. And they walk down onto the beach, and they set up their hot pink, like, beach towels, and they lay down, and they start to tan, and they have, like, the skimpiest bikinis on, and they have very brand new phones, Lululemon bags. They looked like they had all of it together. And then I was sitting there looking at them. I'm 15. I'm wearing a bathing suit that I got at Land's End that's gray and black and really high-waisted bottoms. And I have my baby brother who is eating veggie straws sitting next to me. And I felt, to say the least, like an outsider. I felt so insecure. Like, I really just wanted to be them. I was like, you guys look amazing. And I look like this. I'm here with my family. And you look like, like, I was just aghast. I felt so insecure. Like, they were straight out of a movie. Like, straight out of a movie. Like, the girls that you'd see in an Adam Sandler movie that are, like, super hot. Like, that's what they were. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I really wish I was them. Like, I'm, like, so, like, whoa, like, whoa. And then this is because they looked like the Pinterest aesthetic. They were beach body ready. Like, they were, they had it all together. And this is why comparison can be so dangerous. They were at least 19, and I was 15. There's no way I'm going to be that mature when I'm 15. At least I wasn't. There's no way that I'd be out at the beach with my friends when I'm 15 all alone, especially when the beach is far from my house. And yet I was like holding myself to this expectation, like, Lee, why can't you be like them? And I know that this is like a super bizarre scenario because I'm at the beach with my family and I see these really like, really like these girls that like I kind of wish I was like them. And it's just comparison can be so dangerous to your summer. Throughout my summer as a 15-year-old, I compared myself to every girl. I would look at girls and I'd be like, wow, like, they look so good. Like, look at, like, they have it all together. Comparison. It was all circulated around comparison within my insecurities. And if you start to compare yourself to other people in such a strong, negative way, it can really just bring your summer down. I used to do this with my forehead as well. I was so insecure about my forehead. I thought I had the biggest forehead in the world. And I'd go around looking at other girls to see if they had as big of a forehead as me. And I was like, just like paranoid, paranoid about it to the max. And it just like, like ruined so many good memories that could have happened. 
all because I was so focused on myself. Comparing yourself to people on social media, comparing yourself to models, comparing yourself to other girls in your grade, comparing yourself to each and every person you see. That's how bad it was for me. Comparison. Instead of looking at someone else and trying to find ways in which they may be better than you or ways in which you may be better than them, I think it's important to, to level the playing field and realize that other girls are our friends. I like the idea of that. Instead of making it a competition, because I feel like comparison almost goes hand in hand with competition. You're comparing yourself to someone else who's better, who's worse. Leveling the playing field and realizing that we're all, all girls. I like to feel like we can come together. We're friends. If I see another girl, instead of feeling like I need to compare myself to them and see who's better or see who looks better or what she may have that I don't have, level the playing field and realize that sometimes we're also conscious and self-conscious of ourselves more than anyone is towards us. I was so paranoid about my forehead. I wonder if anyone else cares about my forehead as much as I care about it. Probably not. Or those girls at the beach who were 19 years old, I don't think they were caring about the 15-year-old girl who was with her family. I don't think they cared. My family's not loud and obnoxious and annoying. It's just I always over-exaggerate the situation to make me seem so weird and make them seem so cool. I'm pretty sure that my family was just minding our own business and I saw these girls and I was like, oh my gosh, I look like this. I'm so like, oh my gosh, I must be so annoying right now. Like, again, it was all a mental thing in my head. In real life, it wasn't that big of a deal. But I exacerbated the situation just because I was so nervous and insecure and I was 15 and I was freaking out when I didn't need to be. We always judge ourselves more than anyone else. That inner voice in your brain that's always telling you, hey, hey, like, you might look like this right now. Hey, hey, watch this. You might look weird. Watch this. You might look a little, eh. Like, that inner voice that's telling you you need to change and telling you you're not good enough. When we start to let that control us and have more power, it has the potential to really ruin some amazing moments. I remember going to the beach so many times and a lot of my strongest memories aren't playing in the sand with my baby brother, aren't having fun. It's me being self-conscious of my body. And that's really sad because I'd compare myself to other people. And a lot of this, I feel, comes from the media and advertisements and telling you like, hey, if you buy this bathing suit, it's going to make your love handles go away. I never... I remember a day when I didn't even know what love handles were. And I remember so many girls saying that they wanted to get rid of their love handles. And I'm like, what are those? Are those a problem? Like, I didn't know that love handles were apparently some problem for girls to have in society. And I was like, is this what's wrong? What's Is there something wrong? I, I honestly had no clue. And then I was told that having love handles apparently isn't as good looking as if you don't have them. And at that point, I matured more and didn't care. I was kind of over it. 
so I never really had a big insecurity about love handles. But I remember that feeling so strongly, being like, what do you mean there's a problem with something on my body? There's something wrong? What's what's going on with this thing? And when we let that comparison, comparing yourself to other girls, and we let the media as well, honestly, I feel like it is rooted a lot in the sale of goods, selling you makeup products that make your wrinkles go away. We didn't really think wrinkles were such a bad thing until we started being told that they were not a good thing, something you need to get rid of. Same with, like, acne. I feel like we weren't so obsessed about having acne until brands started telling us, hey, like, this will get rid of your acne. This will get rid of that. Like, you want that ugly pimple off your face? Use this. I feel like that kind of fostered an area where we started to become insecure about ourselves. And then you see the model who looks so great, and you're like, wow, I wish I looked like that. And then the comparison starts. Pinterest aesthetic, the bikini body, hot girl summer, all of that stuff. Brands use that a lot to advertise to you and market to you to sell their product. And I feel like it also comes with some really big insecurities. And we've all heard of the beauty industry and makeup, feeling it like you need to cover up your skin. And I know some people just wear makeup for fun. I know that I do too. But this episode isn't about makeup. It's about comparison. It's about comparing yourself to other people and realizing that you are beautiful the way that you are. There is no perfect person. There is no perfect. I think we are perfect the way we are because no one person is going to look the same. Everyone's body, yes, we have the same bones. We all have skin, blood, and bones, yes, but we're all built differently. Genetics, things like that. We all have something different that's a part of us. Some people naturally just don't have very noticeable love handles and some people do. It doesn't mean one's better than the other. Some people naturally have a very tapered waist and others don't. Some people have a really fast metabolism and others don't. There's no right or wrong. No one is better than the other. And the expectations and the marketing that fuels this comparison can get in your head because it got in mine and it really ruins a lot of great moments and a lot of great memories. I was listening to the Mind Valley podcast a few months ago and I was also doing one of their courses on the Mind Valley app and Vision who runs the entire Mind Valley business, everything I can't even explain how phenomenal this guy is. You would have to go look it up and check it out at mindvalley.com and listen to their podcast as well. But he was talking about rules. And rules are bullshit rules. This is one of my bullshit rules, that the man needs to be taller than the woman in the relationship. That's a bullshit rule, I feel. I don't think there should be some rule or some expectation where the man needs to be taller. I mean, Tom Holland and Zendaya. Tom Holland's shorter than Zendaya, and I feel like that's perfectly fine. I feel like that's a bullshit rule. Another bullshit rule. You need to be skinny to wear a bikini. That looking tan is better than being more pale. Listening and paying attention to those BS rules during the summer can really bring you down, especially with the beach. The beach always gets to me. I'm always insecure about the beach and wearing a bikini. And it's like, do I look skinny enough? Do I look like this enough? Am I, you know, do I have like acne right now? Am I, am I burning? Do I look okay? 
all of those things about looks. And I really want to emphasize the fact that the whole bikini body thing is a BS rule. Anyone can wear a bikini. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you look like. It does not matter at all. And I really started to like drown myself in these rules that you needed to look a certain way. You need to have this. You need to have this. Materialism too. Like I need to have an iPhone. Like what? Like I really don't need an iPhone right now. I could have a Samsung, but there's something that like Apple's more accepted than Android. I mean, yeah, like you want an Apple just to have an Apple because it's better for some reason. Even though my Apple iPhone, like honestly, the text to speech thing on my phone hasn't, it's working on and off and I don't know why. And this happened with my old phone too. Like it's not that like, but this isn't about Apple. You know, this is about the whole thing with the BS rules that say what you can and can't do, what you should and shouldn't do, what's better, what's worse, all of that. The BS rules that we have in society, the BS stigmas, what should and shouldn't be. And there's many of them all over the place. But if you pay attention to those and you allow those to be a part of your life, it can really ruin you. I used to be very insecure. I think I've talked about this a lot, and I still am. Not to the extent that I used to be. I feel like I went through such a rough path over the course of, like, COVID years. That was when I was 14, 15. Right there was pretty much where insecurities got bad just because I was locked inside all the time and drowning in social media. Find what the rules are for you. My rules, the bikini body thing, hate it, hate it, hate it. Trying to untrain my mind from thinking I need to look a certain way. I absolutely despise being insecure. Being insecure takes so much energy. Like the amount of energy, the amount of willpower it takes to care about your looks is insane. The amount of time I've spent worried about my face, the amount of time I've spent focusing on things I can't change, it's draining. It's absolutely draining. I I don't like it at all. The amount of time I've spent looking at my lips being like, wow, like I wish they were like, just, like, a little bigger. Like, why? Like, a 13, 14-year-old girl shouldn't have to do that, and I don't think anyone should. Looking at my skin, thinking, like, wow, like, I have so many pimples on my face. I have these bumps. This is so ugly. I'm embarrassed. It's draining. It is so excessive. There's so many other things you could put your attention towards, and none of those things matter. What matters is what you love and putting your attention towards the things that you care about and that you love. And a lot of attention goes to our looks. And I really wish it didn't because it's annoying to care about looks. I remember that I was in Chipotle with my dad and I was in line waiting and I looked to my left and I see six or seven people all dressed up because they were going to this concert that was happening. And I remember a ton of kids posting on social media about how they were so excited for this concert. People were going with their friends, all that. And I was like, you know what? Like, maybe I should go to a concert. Like, I, I really wish I, I'd go to a concert with people. I've never gone to one. No one's invited me. And I started to overthink. And I started to feel left out. I started to feel not good enough. I started to get annoyed. I started to get, like, annoyed that I'm not like other people or that I'm not good enough. And I'm like, oh, like, I wish I was just... And, like, I start pointing blame, too. Like, oh, like, it's because of this and this that I'm not good enough. Or it's because of this that I... I'm not friends with those people. And I start to like point blame. I don't think it's good at all. 
I think it's really detrimental to your mental health. It was to mine. The same goes for high school parties. I feel like people are like, I just want to go to a high school party to know I've done it. I know I've gone. I'm going to feel like a loner if I don't go to a high school party or if I if I don't do this at the high school party or if I don't go to one. And then it's like, it's, you start overthinking and you're like, no one's going to invite me. I'm not going to get invited. I need to be invited to this thing to fit in. Correlating social status and everything into fear of missing out and fearing that you're going to miss out on something. And then overthinking and thinking you're not good enough or you're not worthy. Or I like to think that if you weren't invited to something or if you didn't go to something, I just like to think that it was it was meant to be. And a lot of the times when I've started to think about missing out on something, I've realized that I didn't even really want to go in the first place. Like when I was in Chipotle looking at the, the people that were going to the concert, I don't even know who was singing. I'm not a big concert person. The only person I'd really go to a concert to see is Eminem. He, hands down, he's the only musical artist where I'd actually like sit down and listen to him and know the songs. Only person. I don't want to go to some country singer that I don't really know's concert and wear a cowboy hat. I don't really want to do that. I don't want to buy lawn tickets and stand in the very back with everyone else. I don't know. That doesn't sound fun to me. It's fun for other people. I know it's fun, but it's just not fun for me. But I get, I feel like I'm missing out just because everyone else is doing it. I think as humans, we really want to fit in with the pack. And when we see a group of people doing something that you weren't invited to do, or I see a group of people invited to something that I wasn't invited to, I feel left out. Even though I might not even be close friends with them, even though I might not even want to do what they're doing, it's just that instinct to feel like you want to be a part of the pack. That can be really hurtful too, like to yourself. It doesn't need to be so hurtful. You don't need to overthink it and feel like you're not good enough or you're not worthy or no one likes you and those very strong feelings. You don't need to feel those. Some things just aren't meant to be. And if you really want to go out and hang out with people and do something as a group, you can do that. You can find the friends, you can find the people that you want to hang out with, and you could figure something out. You don't need to feel like you're missing out. Some things seem better than they actually are. Nothing you see on social media or Snapchat or posts or anything is actually what it truly is. It's always scripted in some way. It's always, it's always scripted in some sort of way. A lot of times with big events like parties, there's always drama going on with someone that's just, it, everyone looks so picture perfect, but there's something else going on. It's never as perfect as it seems. I know that there was a group of people that I really wanted to hang out with when I went to this kid's camp as a kid. And it was this group and they looked so picture perfect and they looked like I just wanted to be friends with them. And then I realized that there was actually like drama and they weren't really that great of friends, but they looked like they were great friends. They looked like that they they didn't look like they were talking bad about each other behind their backs, but they were. Things aren't always how they appear or how they seem to be. So I think take it with a grain of salt sometimes. It's never as perfect as it seems. If someone doesn't invite you somewhere, they're missing out, first of all, because I bet that you're an amazing person to hang out with. If a friend doesn't invite you and they invite everyone else and they're really rude about it, that doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It means that they aren't that good of friends. If people you don't really know go out and hang out somewhere and you get a little jealous, that's okay. Like, oh, wow, that looks fun. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. 
But if you let that jealousy turn into a fear of missing out and you let that define you, if you let being left out define you and you let that tell you you're a loner and you start to tell yourself that you're a loner, you're not good enough and you start to overthink it and devalue yourself because of social status, that is going to be such a sad thing and really ruin some good moments. Comparison, BS rules, and FOMO are all the three biggest things that I used to struggle with over the summers and that I hope to never struggle with again. They have the potential to really pull down your momentum, pull down your self-esteem, and ruin really good moments. I actually had an amazing day today. I want to tell you a little bit about it. It was really fun before I wrap up. So I got a mango pineapple smoothie at this local smoothie place. So good. I always thought that their smoothies had sugar in them, but it's really just frozen fruit and milk. So there's no added sugar. That smoothie was so good, especially because the fruit already had natural sugars in it. And I also went out to a local place to eat with one of my best friends. And I got this blueberry feta cheese and cranberries and walnuts on lettuce like a salad like a salad with like all this these blueberries and cranberries and feta cheese on it it was really good only downside is that there was blueberry dressing and I put it in my bag and it spilled all over my bag and my favorite notebook that's the only downside other than that it was great and I also got their entree which was a spring vegetable and it was zucchini and peppers And I'm not big on zucchini, but I had it and it was actually pretty good. So that was a fun meal. I purposefully didn't eat as much in the morning because I knew I wasn't going to be hungry for lunch if I ate in the morning. So I was like, I had an appetite. I was pretty hungry. So I actually ate a good amount of it. And it was awesome. That mango smoothie was so good. I also drove around with my dad a little bit because I'm taking my road test soon. And honestly, that just, it stresses me out so much sometimes because I'm really bad at gauging when the cars, like, if I'm going, I'm at a stop sign and there's a road, kind of like a T, I don't know how to describe it, but the road where no one has stop signs and then I'm pulling up to that road and I have to like turn onto it, I'm really bad at gauging when I can and can't go based on where the other cars are. Like, if I have enough time to go before the car's where I am or if I don't have enough time to go and I'd be cutting them off. So that really stresses me out, especially because my road test is coming up and I'm just, I don't want to fail. Remind yourself that you're amazing. You're beautiful. You are perfect just the way you are. You don't need to change. You are amazing. Have an amazing day. And I hope you have an amazing summer and that you enjoyed part three's episode. Bye.